Yes, yes, and yes. Episode 180 with Eric Bach is about to begin. 180 episodes, people. That's amazing. Um, this episode is short but sweet, and Eric will get into his story about how he got into the fitness industry from being a scrawny little kid to being this jacked movie star bod that he has if you've ever looked him up on Facebook or Instagram and shares his experiences, what he does with his clients to make them successful and not having them spend hours, endless hours in the gym to just move, feel better, look better and hit the goals that they're trying to achieve. Eric had a lot of energy in this podcast and I love guests that are just so excited to share their knowledge. So this is a great episode. Hope you enjoy it. Here's Eric. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Cut the Shit, Get Fit. I'm your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and joining me today for the first time is Eric Bach. Say hello. Rafael, what's up, man? Thank you very much for having me. And I do have to say this is my favorite name of any podcast around because, frankly, we all need to cut the shit, get down to it, and give people what they need in order to get in great shape without all the endless information that's out there. Yes. Honestly, I think I have probably the best podcast name out there. (laughs) Yeah, you own that, man. I I think it's great. Thank you. Uh, So I always like to start the show with super easy questions just to get the uh, juices flowing. And the first easy one is what is the current book you're reading or a book that you just finished? Man, current book that I am reading. I actually, last night I had a uh, pretty wicked bout of insomnia thanks to being inconsistent with my sleep schedule, which rarely happens. Uh, so I was reading, um, uh, what is it, Any any Given Day, I believe. It's uh, based on the Navy SEALs who actually took down bin Laden. Um, so it was kind of a story based on their you know, journeys through, uh, you know, through buds, through the entire Navy SEAL journey. So that's what I was doing at about two or three this morning. <laughs> Jeez. Are you, are, do you read more of those kind of books or do you kind of jump into like personal development or business or things like that? No, I'm a, I'm a voracious reader. Um, I just tend to read something that's not related to fitness or business at night when I'm trying to fall asleep. Uh, but I've got all kinds of stuff here. I'm looking at my, my bookshelf as we speak right now. Uh, I've got, you know, I've got copywriting books all over about anything you can imagine regarding training, regarding fitness. Um, so actually, I just reread Ego is the Enemy by, by Ryan Holiday. Um, I've got that completely marked up in so many different ways. Um, he's probably my favorite, favorite author that's out there because it's so much wisdom packed into small, clear-cut, and concise reading. Awesome. So how do you feel about audiobooks? I like audiobooks. I I, I tend to, I like to get up and move around a, a lot more uh, throughout the day versus just sitting in front and reading a book, especially if I, as I spend more time in front of a computer in terms of creating content and, and doing things for my clients. So for me, audiobooks are a great way to kind of test a book out or maybe go over a topic that I don't need a ton of in-depth content on just because my retention isn't quite as strong. But a lot of times what I'll do is I'll actually, um, I'll get audiobooks of books that I've already read just to reinforce a lot of the same points. I think a lot of us tend to chase new information when we're really what we need to do is master the information that's already floating inside of our heads. And this is another way to just kind of reinforce the same things that I really believe and gain more insight into some of the, some of the knowledge I guess I've already built and a different way of looking at things from that perspective um, rather than chasing a million different ideas on a million different topics and getting scatterbrained. 
Oh, I like that. Like, for me, I love the idea of audiobooks because it could save you so much time. But at the same, like, moment, I would love to have, like, the physical book. And, you know, like, you finish it, you put it on your bookshelf, and you, like, feel like you accomplished something. Yeah, definitely. I, I do think there's definitely something about having a book in your hand, going through the pages, taking notes, so on and so forth, that really helps re-ingrain that knowledge or ingrain that knowledge much further that leads to better retention because if you're reading for information and truly looking to retain stuff, obviously you're much better going off or going deeper and more in depth with something rather than just going surface level on a bunch of other topics. Definitely. Um, so the last easy question, what do you got planned for the weekend? Well, for the weekend, honestly, I've got a laid back weekend coming up. Uh, last weekend I was in new Orleans, uh, checking out Bourbon Street, and I went to a you know, big, there's big college football, ga- football game down here. I went to a Georgia LSU. I live in Georgia, so it was a uh, uh, kind of a downer because I lost by 20, and it wasn't a close game. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be relaxing this next weekend, not uh, not on Bourbon Street and uh, <laughs> and going to a college campus, forgetting that I'm uh, that I'm almost 30 and not 21. <laughs> nice. So you said you live in Georgia, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Awesome. Well, what's the thing to do if someone was like going to go there for the first time? What would you suggest to go check out? So honestly, I've only been in uh, in Georgia for about a year, um, and you know where we are right now. You know, both my wife and I own our own businesses, so that keeps us plenty busy. But um, honestly, I love Atlanta. I love checking out uh, Buckhead and Midtown. Those are fun neighborhoods to be at. Lots of good coffee shops. Lots of great restaurants. That's a fantastic area to be if you want to see the city life. Um, Athens, Georgia is a beautiful, you know, beautiful college town. I think there's something nostalgic about, you know, the, just the classic college towns and the energy there. Uh, if you want to get down by the coast, Savannah is absolutely beautiful. Um, great beaches, so on and so forth. And, and you can get there in a couple hours from Atlanta. And then if you want to be in a northern part of the state, you know, you have the foothills of the Appalachians and, uh, in north Georgia. So, it really depends what you're into, but hey, if you want if you want mountains, that's cool. If you want beach, that's cool. If you want city, hey, you got that as well. Awesome. All right, so let's get a little intro to who you are, what you do, and how did you get into this industry in the first place? Yeah, so, you know, kicking it off, I mean, Eric Bach is my name. Getting people jacked is my game. Uh, so what do I do? I specialize in helping busy people look great naked without living in the gym or obsessing over fitness. And truthfully, I, I got into fitness originally because – you know, I was the classic skinny guy, the late bloomer. So, you know, for me, uh, I was about 14, 15 years old at this point. I was always looking at bigger and stronger for sports. I love sports, but my body was not cooperating. And finally, I remember one day during a football practice, I was running down the field, and uh, one of my one of my one of my teammates had the option to either outrun me to the end zone or run through me. He ran through me, and it was at that moment that I never felt so weak and self pathetic. I think I was like 103 pounds, like five foot two at the time, so I was tiny. And I remember getting taunted, getting jeered all the way to the end zone. And you know, at that moment, you know, I felt like my stomach rise, my face started to get really red, and I was embarrassed. And I just, I just felt so weak and so um, inconsequential that you know, I, I wanted to walk off the field and just say, you know, say fuck it. Um, but you know, luckily I had a coach that, you know, kind of put his arm around me at the end of the day. He's like, Eric, come up to the gym. Um, and I'd done some, you know, played around with some weights, so on and so forth, but really had no idea what I was doing. And that was the first time I really had a structured weight training program and kind of using that pain of, of how I felt just, you know, insecure, lacking confidence, weak, pathetic, and then finding the weight room as something that I could build myself up or a way that I could build myself up. 
really, you know, taught me to fall in love with the process. And then once my body not naturally caught up, you know, I had this work ethic, these habits, and I was just obsessed with, you know, with, with fitness as a whole, right? I knew it could be something, I knew it could be a, a vehicle of change in so many different areas of my life. And from that point on, you know, through playing sports and through training for those sports, I became, you know, very focused in terms of getting stronger, in terms of building more muscle, in terms of getting leaner. And that led me into a, into personal training. But what really what I realized with personal training is much like I struggled in the beginning, there was so inf- so much information that was out there. You know, I would read everything from bodybuilding magazines. I would pick out um, all the workouts that I would see in these magazines and try to mix and match all of them together. And then I would read something the next week that was completely contradictory. And then I would see this next great supplement that I just wanted to have because apparently this would help me add like 17 pounds of muscle within three hours and, uh, and 20 pounds on my bench. And really when I look back at it, And really when I started helping people transform their lives in the gym, I saw that knowing what to do isn't always the issue. It's being able to decide what is going to be the right path. What do I need to focus on? And then how can I focus clearly on doing the the actions and, and habits that are needed to make this transformation? And with that, the message of my business really became helping busy people look great naked without living in the gym because there's so much information out there and it's so hard for people to really cut through it and decide what exactly they need to focus on in order to build a life that's going to be improved but not consumed by fitness. And that's, and that's what I do today. That's awesome. And I really like your story because, like, you could tell the pain of, like, getting, like, run through by another person bigger than you and then that just, like, set your sights on what you had to do. And I think a lot of people, when they're looking to lose weight, gain muscle, or whatever, they're coming from a place of pain. So I love how you brought that up because a lot of times when you see coaches out there that have been kind of fit their entire life, sometimes there's kind of a disconnect between you know them and a general population person because they can't really see the empathy for between each other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, completely. You know, it's really pretty, pretty much everyone who gets involved in fitness does it from a place because they because fitness has been a vehicle that's helped them overcome something and, and overcome some sort of pain. And today, more than ever, you know, there's still that component, but people are also using fitness as something to monetize so much of a lifestyle, um, and that leads to a lot of uh, a lot of other issues in terms of people who have never had any struggles, never had any battles, um, and and just being able to be able to relate to people. And when it comes to fitness it's important to reflect back and realize, especially when it comes from a, maybe a trainer to a, you know, to a prospect relationship or a trainer client relationship that, you know, pretty much everyone has been burned by something in fitness and people want to understand the empathy. They want to know that you've had the struggles that you've gone through things and that you understand the pain that they're going through because you can lead them out of it. And there's so much more inherent trust when you're willing to be vulnerable as a coach and really tell people what you struggled with, how you overcame it and then lead people into that further destination. I completely right. And I like asking this next question to a lot of coaches because everyone has a different answer to it. And I'm kind of curious of like your opinion on why so many people struggle with fat loss or gaining muscle or whatever goal they might have when it comes to fitness and health. I think the biggest reason is, I guess we're looking at it from a marketing perspective. We see that so many things are marketed as a quick fix that people don't understand how truly long it takes to make long-term substantial change. You know, research in terms of habits and being able to change something that you're doing suggests even to be familiar with something takes 21 days and for it to become a habit can take upwards of six months. So when people see something like lose 21 pounds in 21 days, 
they get something where they lose the weight, but then they can't keep it off. And that's a big thing. Um, man, I wish I could remember actually which study this was, and I'm not trying to blast you guys with studies here, but it was something that 80, it was 89 or 98% of people have been able to lose 20 pounds that have tried, but most nearly everybody gains that weight and more back. So what I truly see is not a weight loss problem. It's being able to have the consistency to keep weight off. That is the issue. And for that to happen, we need to focus on the actions that lead to weight gain and, and be able to fix those long-term if we want people to make a long-term change. You know, short-term solutions or short-term fixes lead to short-term results. So it has to be a more long-term lifestyle-based approach and help people make gradual progress where, you know, fitness becomes part of something that they do each and every single day rather than something that they ramp up every, you know, every, every couple months for a 21 day challenge, because, you know, the holidays got too aggressive and, uh, and they added too much weight, so on and so forth. So it comes back to creating those habits so we can create long-term sustainable change. hundred percent. Um, so the next thing I wanted to ask is like, what's your typical client? Like who's seeking you out? Cause like when you search you, you're like search you up online, like you are a jacked dude. So I'm kind of curious, is that primarily all guys trying to basically look like you? No, not necessarily. You know, I would still say, so I do come from a strong kind of sport performance background. I used to do NFL combine training, so on and so forth. And with a lot of the original writing, when I, when I found out my business was kind of angled on that component, but now it does service more of a, a general population. So, um, you know, just, just kind of like my tagline says, busy people who want to be able to look better naked without obsessing over fitness. Uh, the majority of my clients are men, but I do train a number of women. Um, a lot of my, a lot of my clients, do have some experience in the gym or they did play some sports in the past, but now, frankly, maybe they run businesses, they're entrepreneurs, they have different things going on throughout their day that make it so damn hard to find a workout routine that they're going to be able to stick to consistently and, and find a diet routine that's going to be conducive to living the life that they want, but also maybe supporting their career. So take, for example, you know, I, I work with a number of lawyers. A lot of times lawyers, they have a hectic schedule, they're billed by the hour, so they're very incentivized in order to work longer hours. But they also need to be in shape. They need to have that energy, but they also need to be on the flip side, be able to go to a business dinner, close things down, and occasionally that means that they're going to have a few drinks, they're going to be able to have some bigger meals, or frankly, maybe that's what they want to do to unwind. I get it. I'm not here to judge or tell people what they can and can't do because we're all adults. Um, so really, who I'm, who I'm looking for, or who I specifically work for, yeah, the busy professional who wants to be able to make sustainable long-term change, and frankly, look great naked, but have fitness be something that is improving every aspect of their life, but not overtaking it where they have an unhealthy, um, obsessive type relationship with fitness. Nice. Now, I'm also kind of curious, like, what your, like, system is, because, like, every coach is a little different when it comes to coaching people. So, for example, like, say someone signed up today with you, brand new never been into the gym like what's kind of your approach with someone new like that yeah so in terms of somebody who's coming in the first thing i want to do is find out what they're truly after what truly motivates them um you know we it's easy to look at maybe a goal or something that we want to accomplish in fitness and be like yeah i want to have six-pack abs cool but why because if we have some surface level goal Truthfully, when things start to get hard, that's not going to be enough to continue motivating it. You have to understand what exactly is going to motivate that person. Like, what is the why behind a six-pack abs? Is it the way that you're going to feel? Is it going to be able to have the confidence to take your shirt off at the beach and know that, you know, you can be proud and confident of who you are because you've worked so hard to build this body? So it's first getting back and seeing what the true motivation is for this individual and then building the plan up from there. So, uh, you know, when it comes to the coaching component, actually, you know, obviously we do very specialized programs 
programs, very specialized nutrition plans, but they're all focused on meeting our clients where exactly they are and handcrafted and laid out in a way that's going to lead them towards that final destination. Nice. Like I, I find like a lot of new people that kind of just come under the impression of like, oh my God, I have to train seven days a week to get the result that I'm looking for. And a lot of times I tell people like, honestly, if this is your first time, like baby steps, like make the gym or like some sort of form of exercise like one day a week, just hammer that out into a habit and then start adding on top. So I'm not sure if you do kind of the same approach with someone brand new or you kind of like set like, this is your goal, how many days a week I want you to come to the gym. You know, with someone brand new, it, you want, on one hand, you want to be able to leverage the momentum that they have because they're excited to start something new. Because when you leverage that momentum and get people quick wins, then they understand that, hey, you know what, I can do this. And then you come back to a position where it's going to be more practical long-term. So a lot of times, actually, what I do is like, let's focus on doing some sort of simple daily activity. It's probably not going to be in the gym every day, but what it's going to be is like, okay, you know, in the morning, you're going to have a simple routine. uh, And I want you to, to do, you know, 50 air squats, broken up five sets of 10 and 25 push-ups. you know, five sets of five. Cool. We're going to get that each and every single day. So you just get used to activity. You get to moving. You need to kind of reinforce what that goal is each and every single day. And then in terms of structured workouts, they're going to be more of a matter of focusing on what will they do consistently, even when life gets chaotic. So we can build up that habit and get them, get them some results. But like you mentioned, yeah, too many people want to jump in and go seven days per week, but then they fizzle out after three weeks or they get frustrated because they haven't made those long-term gains. The truth is, yeah, if you do three total body workouts in a week and you do that consistently for a year, I don't think your results are going to be that much. I don't even think they'd be any worse than somebody who does four workouts, you know, throughout the entire year. Really, it's just about building those consistencies and making sure that you're focusing on the right things and highest leverage activities. No, definitely. Um, Let's chat about nutrition because, like, again, it's another thing that differs from coach to coach. So I'm kind of curious – how do you coach nutrition? Like, what do you try to prioritize with clients? What's your whole system and go-tos? Yeah, so, you know, for most people, like I said, a huge component comes back to what exactly they've done before. Um, I'm not going to take somebody who's never focused on any aspect of nutrition and tell them that they need to track absolutely everything that they're eating. Um, I, I, believe, I do believe that can be a very po- a powerful tool in terms of the awareness that you get in terms of your food. Uh, but for me, it's all about, you know, where exactly are you right now? What are some small habits that we can work on that are going to lead to long-term and sustainable change? So um, obviously something for somebody who's been in the gym for 10 years is going to be completely different. It could be a lot more intense than someone who's just coming into the gym for the first time. Um, you know, my overall approach to nutrition, this is exactly what I say on, on my consultation calls is, you know, I'm not dogmatic in terms of nutrition. Um, you know, I've, I've worked with professional athletes. I've worked with people who step on stage for the first time. And conversely, I've also helped people who had no idea what they're doing in the gym lose over 150 pounds and keep it off. So I'm all about meeting people where exactly they are and creating that long-term sustainable change. I will say one thing that I have found to be particularly helpful for many people, simply based on, you know, the clients that I tend to attract because they're very busy, has been using intermittent fasting simply because, if you limit the time duration of which you eat, it's going to be a lot harder to overeat your calories. Um, save, you know, any of the other potential benefits of fasting. I just find that that's a simple way to control for the most important component when it comes to weight loss, and that's creating a caloric deficit. So that's one thing that, that, I, that I do use with the majority of my clients. No, honestly, personally, I love airman fasting. Just like what you said, it kind of gives 
you know, a better chance of an individual not overeating. Like that's how I look at it. Like so many clients that bring it up, they're like, oh, is this like the newest thing? Like this is like the gold standard. I'm like, not really. It just kind of makes it easier, but it also depends on your lifestyle. Like if you like eating breakfast, maybe this is not best for you. That's why I kind of find nutrition's like, you almost have to find out what the client wants and how they kind of work day to day. But yeah, I love intermittent fasting. Yeah, and I agree with you 100%. And like I said, like I said uh, a lot of people that I work with are, you know, are busy professionals. And, you know, they might be running out the door and they feel like they need to eat breakfast because that's, they've been told for so long. But then they grab, you know, they grab a pastry or, or something like that on the way. And they're like, you know what, I'm not even hungry in the morning. And then, you know, they overshoot the calories each day because they go out maybe for a drink at the end of work or they're working on maybe a client deal and that deals with the dinner in the evening. And it's just a different way to control for your calories so that it improves your lifestyle instead of completely consuming it. Yeah. Um, so I kind of want to go back to your story of like gaining all that muscle because like I think a lot of times people will look at coaches in like the current state they're in so if they like went on your profile they'd be like holy shit this guy's jacked he's probably been fit his whole life so kind of like expand on the story of like your journey of where you were when you first started lifting weights to where you are now like what were the struggles and like the times where you thought you were doing everything right to build muscle and then you kind of hit a wall and you're like what the hell's going on and how did you get through that to the point where you are today yeah so for me like i said if we start from the very beginning I had been reading a lot of different things, and luckily I came from an active family, um, you know, where, you know, for example, my dad was always big into martial arts, so I would see my dad, you know, doing push-ups or even just doing some, like, stretching uh, while we just hanging out and, you know, wanting to be like my dad, I would just kind of do some of those same things. Um, however, like, so the further I kind of got into it, I was a stubborn guy, just, I would just read all the information that I could, and instead of you know, maybe asking for help or getting the guidance that I needed, I would just try to throw everything together, piece together different articles or routines and come up with something. Um, what really changed for me was having a structured coach and somebody to guide me to really help me focus on what was going to be the most important components. And for me, and I believe what this is for, you know, really 90% of people out there is focusing on getting strong first. You don't need to be a power lifter or anything like that, but the main focus in terms of resistance training is really to build strength and to build muscle. And when you build strength and when you can build muscle, you know, your metabolism is going to be better protected. You're going to be stronger, going to be able to work harder. You're going to be able to work at lower, lower intensity work. Even like getting up the stairs is going to be much easier. So it improves everything from day to day life. So for me, it was all about, you know, let's get stronger for sports and everything else tended to improve off of that. Um, although what happened later on was a battle that a lot of guys fall into or those that have played sports, they continue training the same exact way because they got certain results thinking that it was going to lead to that next version of themselves or to that next level. And once again, that became something that I struggled with. You know, I would try to continue doing the same workouts I had done all the way, uh, you know, through high school and then, you know, then into college. Um, and, and for me, it was just about self-education and then removing myself and allowing a coach to, to guide me along that path and to show me what I needed to do to get to that next level. So in terms of maybe going from just getting stronger, so on and so forth, and really trying to build muscle and, and getting that lean long-term lifestyle, it was, you know, okay, I've got this training component down. I know how to lift weights. I track my workouts. I get a little bit stronger. But now I really need to focus on that diet. I need to really focus on eating the correct food in the right amounts. I need to focus on health. I need to focus on maybe my sleep and my recovery and all these other components that we tend to put in the back burn because we think that if we just start doing a workout, it's going to change absolutely everything. So really it was just a 
it's just been a long-term lifelong process and being willing to kind of give up some of the control and the things that I'm doing and admit what I don't know and putting that knowledge in the hands of someone else, learn from them, try, fail, try, fail, 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 but keep going until I figure out what truly works for me and the best way to succeed. Oh, I love it. And I think a lot of times people, like you said, recovery, they kind of overlook that. And, you know, you start asking your client, like, oh, how many hours of sleep do you get per night? And they tell you four or five. And you're like, holy shit, like, you're, you're not going to recover from your workouts and all the hard work you're putting in. So I think a lot of times people forget those small things that add up over time. Yeah, big time. When you look at the hormonal implications and, and really what happens to your body when you lack sleep, it's like, you know what? If you beat yourself up and you're stressed with work, you're stressed, stressed with your commute, you got stress at home, and then you have a high-intensity workout and you don't sleep, you know, you're beating yourself up and you're not really going to grow. You're not going to make that long-term change. Um, as an example, as we were talking about before, you know, I, I, I could not sleep last night, so my body clock's a little bit screwed up. You know, occasionally that happens, but I took the workout, or I, I'm skipping my workout today. Or, you know, I'm, I'm going for walks, I'm stretching out, I'm doing some foam rolling, doing some active recovery. But I know that if I try to go in the gym today and push everything to the max, it's going to be a long-term cost and it's going to outweigh the benefit of the workout itself. So being able to kind of know when those other components are not dialed in and being able to adjust is something that's huge. Awesome. Uh, another question I like asking coaches because a lot of the general population that look at fitness professionals, they think we have everything figured out in life and live these perfect lives. So I'm kind of curious, what are you struggling with right now? You know, I would say for me, it's uh, uh, it's work-life balance. Um, I don't think there is a balance, so to speak, but um, I'm very, very type A. I'm very driven. Um, I have, you know, two separate businesses and, you know, building both of those at the same time and continuing to do the best that I can for my clients and continuing to grow uh, a lot of times can lead me to, you know, staying wired in far too long on some of those components and just getting into uh, into work mode without really taking the time to uh, share the gratitude for the things that, that I have and the people that are around me and, and the opportunities that have been afforded to me. So um, personally, that that's something more that, that I've been working on personally that, um, you know, that, that can be a battle, right? Because especially once you kind of transform your body through fitness, you really become, you, you really realize that the discipline, the habits that you've been able to build through fitness can really help you in so many different areas. And it can be very hard to turn that switch off because you know how addicting it is to kind of feel that success and knowing that you can do something and put something out in the world and then getting lost kind of in that process at the same time. So, you know, that's something that I battle with, but it's also something that, you know, I'm, I'm always actively working on and I understand that if I want to be, be successful in some areas that I'm going to have to be less successful in others. And it's just about finding, you know, what trade-offs are acceptable and be gracious for the things that I do have and going from there. Love it. And I like that you brought up this type A personality because I think you'd be a good person to ask this. So I train a lot of like CEOs and business owners and they're super driven. They've built a multi-million dollar business, but they harshly struggle with weight loss and making health a priority. And like, out of all people, in my mind, I'm like, these guys and, like, women should be able to, like, kind of put two and two together. And I remember having a conversation with one of my clients where, you know, I asked him, like, you know, how long did it take you to build your multi-million dollar business? And he's like, fuck, a long time. I'm like, it's the same thing goes for your body of what you're trying to achieve. So I'm kind of curious about your opinion. Why do you think, like, an individual like that has so much, like, struggle and kind of 
making health a priority in their lives? I think it's a case of it's something that they haven't really chased or developed the long-term habits to truly understand the benefits of it. Um, the way the way that I explain it to my clients is like you know, fitness itself is a force multiplier. A lot of times, people that are CEOs are very analytical and numbers driven, and you know, sometimes what I'll even do is I'll I'll bring in, hey, this is what happens when you don't get enough sleep. You know, this is what happens in terms of brain function. This is what happens in terms of long-term health. Um, and then it's just relating back, like, do you think you can put the best product forward? Do you think you can build the best business possible and continue to grow and continue to scale and leave that impact that you want unless you are leading by example for your entire team? And a lot of times that sets them back on their heels a little bit. They're like, wow, you <laughs> kind of got a lot of balls to say that. But at the same time, as the coach, we have to have those uncomfortable conversations and, and you know, just kind of lay things out in a way that, that people are going to understand. And, you know, when it comes to talking with, you know, CEOs and high performers, a lot of times it's, you know, their main priority and motivation is using that business to make an impact or maybe it's maybe to make finances. But if you come back to truly understanding what motivates them and get to that key point and leveraging how maybe improving their sleep in terms of improving their nutrition or improving their workouts is going to help them accomplish that goal, then you get more buy-in. And then it's all about, you know, building those habits up gradually. So that's, that's really how I approach those conversations. Awesome. So for the last question, because we're coming up on our time, where can people find you online? What projects do you have coming out? And anything else you want to plug on my show, you can right now. Oh, you are so kind. You're so kind. <laughs> so, you know, we've got uh, we've got we've got about 300 articles on Bach Performance. We're consistently writing for some of the biggest publications that are out there. So, BachPerformance.com. If you prefer to to read content and get some really good in-depth practical information, uh, if you're somebody who you know prefers pictures, you prefer social media, Instagram is going to be the best place for you. We've got daily tips that are coming out in terms of in terms of training, in terms of business, in terms of nutrition, um, and that's at Bach Performance. Uh, and then finally, if you are a busy man or woman who's looking to build muscle and retake control of that busy schedule and build your best body without living in the gym, the Minimalist Muscle Blitz is a brand new workout that we're releasing, and you're going to absolutely love it. It's all about helping make making fitness simple and sustainable and practical for you so you can transform your body and live your best life. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. This was amazing. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. It was a great time, and I would love to chat again. That is it. Episode 180 with Eric is completed. Thank you for listening. You guys are freaking awesome. Um, Make sure you hit the show notes after this episode to add me on Facebook. So many of you have been doing this. I'm super pumped. I'm so happy to be building this community on Facebook and just giving you more stuff. So, you know, if you want more of me, video and RIN format is the way to go. So if you hit the link in the show notes, add me on Facebook, I post literally two to three times a day with some sort of exercise, some tutorial, you know, random thoughts, blog posts, something I found online that's going to help you achieve your goals or just, you know, plan on continue education for other coaches. It's all there. It's all good add me up, share this podcast, and I'm going to continue giving you the best information on fitness and health there is. Until next week, you guys.